When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In a week where Alex Carey fell into a swimming pool in a desperate attempt to invoke the spirit of Wade, this is Campo Cantro. We were just sitting around waiting to go on the bus and uh, <laughs> just walked straight into the pool. Um, so it's very funny. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, actually. That was uh, Pat Cummins there talking about Alex Carey's uh, attempt at uh, slapstick comedy that seemed to go over well. Uh, you're here with Dan Lipke and Kat Jones. And yes, Alex Carey tumbling into a pool. What do we think about that? Well, I wasn't aware until just this minute that it was when they were on their way somewhere. I thought that they were coming home from somewhere and, you know, he'd go up to his room, have a shower. But no, they were actually heading out on the bus. That makes it even better. Yeah. So so do you think he... Do you... He had a packed lunch in his backpack. Everything got wet. Uh, Carey actually uh, had some thoughts on this himself. He mm-hmm. said, I've always wanted to have signs in the crowd to have my name on them, but probably didn't expect it would be about falling in a pool. I still lay there at night time can't really describe what happened sounds like this might haunt Carrie forever this this tumble into the swimming hopefully pool hopefully not too not too long you need to practice yeah. some mindfulness as you're lying there yes at, definitely at night. the spirit of wade though i'm pretty sure that involves you know maddie wade's spirit Carrie swearing more than usual perhaps which, yeah. which also may be accurate when you're falling into a pool yes probably a bit of swearing so. involved yes so um, yeah entertaining stuff from alex Carey. Uh, I, th- I think he knows that if you can you know make make your teammates laugh then yeah you're more likely to be stuck with her as as the test series goes on. Yeah, it certainly builds teamwork. It's, it's a very good idea to make people laugh. And I do particularly like the uh, the comments on Twitter. Is peripheral vision important for a wicketkeeper? <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. So lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover the ongoing World Cup that's taking place over in New Zealand. And it is the best tournament ever. It's Everyone's very high on it, and rightly so. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, so Australia are cruising along. They're, they're undefeated. They're, well, they're the most boring team they're, they're in the comp. They're by far the most boring team. They've played five <laughs> games. They've won five games. And there have been a couple of games that if you look at the scorecard, you think, oh, that's a, that's a little bit tight. Mm. But even in those, they kind of seem to have it more or less under complete control the entire yeah. time. They never seem to be really panicking. That's right. I mean, even when – then they often do lose a few early wickets. Mm. It doesn't even matter. They just bat so deep. Yeah, yeah. So they've got, you know, Healy. So they can, you know, Healy and Haynes up the top. Then Lanning and Perry, and like you get rid of those four, you've still got Beth Mooney to deal with. G goes, <laughs> then it's McGrath and Ash Gardner. Yeah. It's just relentless uh, batting lineup. And you know, in batting terms, even if you get through that top seven, the the bowlers can still bat a little bit, or you yeah. know, not terribly. And That's of course, right. they're very handy with the ball as well. The bowlers, yeah. so. they've got a very good bottom order. But we've got full members of the um, ICC, associate members, affiliate members. It feels like we need an additional category now <laughs> for Australia, like kind of above the superhuman members. <laughs> yeah. They're so far ahead of the pack. Yep. You know, maybe they should, instead of being full, maybe they could be the overflowing members yes. or something like yeah, that. They're maybe. incredible. Well, the one team that's uh, probably got the best chance of uh, competing with them is mm. South Africa because the South Africa are also undefeated. They've played four matches and won four. And they will be meeting Australia on Tuesday, which should be a fantastic game. I think that's the, the one I'm most looking forward to. Well, after all these close games, mm. it'll probably end up being a walkover one way yeah, or the maybe. other. Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully it'll be uh, super tight. Uh, and, of course, we're not the only ones interested in watching South Africa play? Yes, of course. So the, the South African men are training up at Centurion uh, and th- about um, a couple of days ago, uh, the players kind of vanished from the field as they were in the middle of their training and we heard reports that they'd gone back to the dressing room and then the cheering started <laughs> and that was in the middle of the women beating New Zealand. Yes, So yes. they were in there watching, which is just adorable. Yeah, I mean, they're probably delighted to see a South African side in a World Cup winning close matches. It's probably completely <laughs> alien to them. So yeah. very good at that. But yeah, just uh, apart from Australia uh, and South Africa, every, everybody else is just having this incredibly close tournament. Mm. Uh, all these matches going down to the last over. Uh, we've got you know West, uh, West Indies, they defended 6 for 225 against England, bowled them out for 218. Uh, Bangladesh beat Pakistan by nine runs. That was their first ever World Cup win. Yeah, even the low-scoring matches are incredibly exciting. Yeah, they, they've all been, been really close. great. So As you mentioned, South Africa had two tight games against England mm. and New Zealand where they both you know def- uh, won with two or three wickets to spare in the final over and Pakistan almost beat South Africa this is this is what's so great uh, yeah. and pa- uh, South Africa you know bowled them out six runs short of victory and yeah you know, West Indies defended 140 against Bangladesh and then today as we record this England just scraped home against New Zealand there's so many good games in this yes, tournament that's right today New Zealand almost bowled England out chasing a low total but Brunt somehow tonked the the uh, winning Shrubsol. runs oh Shrubsol that's yeah. right uh, and they were nine wickets down it was yeah. incredibly exciting so yes it's been a fantastic tournament and it's it's going to be sad when it's all over yeah. but we've, we've still got like a, a week and, and some semi-finals to go please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors so our obligatory ad in the centre of our podcast today uh, is on where to listen to the Women's World Cup. So last week I was out on a bike ride mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it on the Cricket Australia feed. And it turns out that uh, if you download the SEN app, uh, they they have the match yep. broadcast in all its glory. Uh, SENZ, that mm. is their particular channel on their, their app and their website. I'm not sure how many countries that works in, but yep. if you need another feed, uh, Gorilla Cricket South Africa, Gorilla Cricket SA are also covering the South Africa. African matches of the Women's World Cup. Mm. And, and if you're very lucky, you, you might actually get to hear Kat Jones uh, oh. <laughs> commentating on the occasional match there, if yep. you're very lucky. I don't think I'm commentating next week because unfortunately I'm working, which is terrible, on the mm. Tuesday. So they're playing Rude. on the Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Head to 
1WSR.com. That's number one, 1WSR.com for that commentary for Gorilla Cricket or at Gorilla SA on Twitter. And they're also broadcasting, I think, the Bangladesh men's tour of South Africa as well. So some cricket there. Fantastic. When's the short ball coming? Short ball obviously plays a huge part. Get yourself to play the short ball. The worst thing to do, play the short ball. Or you're playing the short ball. Yeah, we're going to talk about playing the short ball. Thank you very much, Kevin Peterson. And uh, the short ball is, of course, uh, the the segment in which we discuss one ball out of a, a, a recent match and go into great depth about it. And, and which ball have we got this time, Kat? Well, India and Sri Lanka have been playing a series mm-hmm. uh, in India, as they do every year, I think, or maybe <laughs> twice much, a yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> they played three T20s, one by India, and two tests, one, one by, by India. India. Yep. However, we do have the description of one particular ball from the opening overs from the uh, India-Sri Lanka a test match. Mm. So I'll, I'll read you the Crick Buzz description, uh, which says, What happened there? So much drama in one ball. It's a nip backer and Mayank is caught in the crease. Struck on the pad and there's a confident LBW appeal. But umpire Arnil Shoudhury is not convinced. He shakes his head. <laughs> Mayank sees the ball rolling toward cover and he starts running. Rohit is not interested and by the time he was sent back, Jake Wickrama ran around from point and threw the ball to Dick Weller. The keeper, but Sri Lanka seems to have wanted an LBW review since it was also a run out. It was an umpire referral first and Fernando had overstepped. But can you be out, run out on a no ball? And that's a decision referred first. So Mayank walk back, walks back cheaply. Yes. So that, that's a very, very <laughs> intense delivery. I'm, I'm beginning to think that may be too long for a short ball. <laughs> yeah, let's abandon let's it. Let's abandon then. that okay. completely. This is Pat Cummins, this is Australia, absolutely at their best, the perfect delivery. All right, this is Pat Chat. This is where we talk about Pat Cummins and any Australian team members who might want to be dragged along in his wake. Uh, <laughs> Trailing so, along behind him, yes. of course. So yes. uh, Pat Cummins, of course, uh, everything was going really well for the, the Australian captain uh, for the first three days of the uh, second test of this Pakistan v Australia series. Uh, mm. They batted and made lots and lots of runs and you're, you're judging things going well as being how much did Pat annoy the commentators right? oh definitely yeah so he didn't declare until the third day that drove them absolutely crazy they, mm. they weren't happy at all with that and then uh, later on after they bowled out uh, Pakistan super cheaply refused to enforce the follow on so got everybody very annoyed I uh, think the batter ca- you know it, it was a road and, mm. and if you were a batter captain like you know Steve Smith you probably would have gone as soon as the top order's out yep. let's let's declare yep. he this bottom water doesn't need a need a bat. But of course, Pat being a bowler captain just goes, nah, done a bowl on that road. <laughs> yeah, like, had, fantastic. Had absolutely no interest on bowling on that. And, yeah. and until it looked as if it might have uh, eased up a little bit. Uh, so he thought, yeah, we'll have a go. And uh, mm. uh, for that third day, it appeared as if it did. They got some reverse swing. Mate. Well, it's fantastic if he's actually batting as a tail end. Mm. Uh, it's perfect. He can tell yep. when it starts to get harder. Yep. And he goes, oh, I think I'll have a bowl on this. Yes. And then, and then uh, the last couple of days, things didn't go quite as well for Pat. Uh, uh, Pakistan managed to consolidate and. Uh, they concentrated a little bit harder and ended up batting out uh, the last two days and saving the test. So the it sec- could have gone either way. There were a couple mm. of moments where maybe they could have got a breakthrough and then yep. you know the top order would have crumbled yeah. again. They had a couple of unlucky decisions, but anyway, it's all boding well for the for the final test. Yes, the final test uh, starts Monday. Uh, that's uh, Australia have named the same team, so that that should be good to, good to see. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so thing, things went a little little bit 
bit of stray for Pat as the as the test rolled on. But but his uh, media, uh, his social media, non cricket matters. He, uh-huh. he he remained very much on fire, very much in form. So he was, of course, the person who took that uh, Instagram footage of Alex Carey. So mm. he, he started off before before the match started. He started this off. This is in a good, good start form. to a media career. I, f- yeah, I feel. Yeah, I think so. On, you put it on your CV. Yep, and, and then he. Uh, there, there's also footage of him during the test. This was uh, during Australia's first innings. Uh, the, the cameras were on uh, some members of the Pakistan crowd, cut to them with a sign saying, uh, Cummins, please declare. And he basically <laughs> then it cut back to Cummins in the dressing room and so he must have had one eye on the TV because he basically looked straight down the camera, shook his head, no, not <laughs> declaring, which was very funny. And how does he know where, where the camera is? Oh, is, incredible. Yeah, is, is this part of his media training? Or I think it, this is going to be part of his media role when he's applying. For, mm. for commentary jobs in the future. Yeah, I, I, here's my awareness of the camera at all moments. Yeah, m- maybe just very uh, telegenic people uh, always know where the camera yeah. is. That's that's part of their their superpowered ability. Yeah. They know the, where to look. Well, that's down. why they always look good in the photos. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, it, normal people like you and I, we just get things <laughs> photos taken of us at awkward moments when yeah. we look terrible. Yeah, no, not not Pat. And then uh, the the other kind of social media moment that I enjoyed was at one point there was something wrong with the pitch down near the crease. So Pat Cummins just took the hammer and just started beating the shit out of the pitch saying work better I think he was just frustrated with the pitch uh, not breaking up so he got the hammer out and just started hammering hammering away at it yeah fantastic yeah uh, uh, I can do attitude from Pat I, I like that uh, when you, know, you need to be summoned to the crease Pat's there he'll bowl he'll bat he'll hammer, he'll hammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he'll do everything so is, is Pat Cummins the most uh, viral Australian captain ever <laughs> well provided he doesn't do anything wrong yeah I think we can say that he's Viral, positive viral content is is up there amongst the highest of other Australian captains. Plenty of Australian captains have gone viral for the wrong reasons. That so. is true. We, we, <laughs> we, we did have the most recent captain uh, disappeared because of that reason. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think uh, Michael Clark, uh, of course, was was quite viral, sometimes for good, sometimes bad. I do, mm. do remember him. It's uh, pretty positive. Yeah, he, but he did spend an entire Sydney to Hobart yacht race uh, being seasick one time with the cameras on him. So, so there's, there's different kinds of... Uh, <coughs> Social media virality. I think. Uh, mm. uh, if only he'd looked up mid vomit and smiled at the cameras. <laughs> it could have gone differently for Michael. Could Clark. have. Poor, poor old pup. Uh, I, th- I think the only person in the Australian team who's matching uh, Cummins, uh, Cummins' lead in terms of social media was, of course, uh, Marnus, Marnus Labuschagne. Mm. Who uh, did he create a pitch in his hotel room? <laughs> no, he did. He <laughs> ran himself out for a duck, yeah. uh, famously, and then they, they, the cameras cut to him in the dressing room, and he was just the saddest little panda in the world, just staring disconsolately into his laptop. Well, I is... feel like he must know where the cameras are too. You don't want to be grinning when <laughs> when the camera cuts to you after you've been run out for a duck, do you? Definitely not. Can't bowl, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moller Award. Here we are in the Muller Award for underappreciated or even appreciated yeah. acts of cricket during the week that we want to talk about. And I've got the first one here mm-hmm. and I'd like to nominate... Rachel Haynes, Mm -hmm. she's currently top of uh, the Women's World Cup rankings for the most – well, she's actually got the highest score, 130, and also the most runs for the tournament so far. And uh, until this week, she was also, amazingly, still top of the top run scorers for the WNCL, despite (laughs) only playing three matches at the start of the season and then, of course, going off to national duties. How on earth – I mean, she's not top anymore because we've had eight or nine rounds (laughs) – 
But how did she stay top after? It was quite incredible. So she's still fifth. I'm disappointed she didn't fly back from New Zealand, (laughs) score a century to keep her top spot, then fly back uh, over there to, to, you know, resume proceedings back at the World Cup. Well, New South Wales kind of need her because they're (laughs) struggling to get into the finals. I think they'll make it. But uh, quite incredible. And Michaela Hinckley, of course, is at the top of the WNCL runs. She's Mm -hmm. on 299. Uh, She's from Queensland. And her high score is 121 not out, which she got in the match versus Western Australia. Last mm. week, and I was calling that match for Cricket Australia, and we were very aware yes. that the families were listening in because <laughs> not everyone can travel to yep. these matches because of COVID. And we then uh, mentioned that and got a got a message from Michaela Hinckley's mum that she was <laughs> on the edge of her seat. So that was that was very good fun. That's very cool. Yeah, uh, I've got a nomination, which is uh, Carlos Brathwaite, uh, and he claimed that England were being disrespectful because they uh, refused to shake hands mm. uh, as early in the test as Carlos would have liked them to. In, mm. Instead, they basically just kept bowling and bowling, trying to get the last West Did Indies wicket. Did he have places to down. be? I guess so. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they bowled until there were you know more wickets to take than balls mm-hmm. remaining, and then they finally started shaking hands at that point. And Brathwaite said, "No, no, England wouldn't have waited so long to accept a draw if they'd been playing Australia. So this is disrespectful to the West Indies." Hmm. And there, there were a few England journalists who got their hackles up about this. They basically said, "You know, if, if, if England were just trying to win the match, is is that disrespectful?" And of course, the answer <laughs> to that is yes. yes. Uh, and <laughs> and that's why they didn't do it in the Ashes, right? Mm, they didn't try and win at all. Yes. And it's just like the, the England women now. They're yeah. not really trying to win the World Cup either, <laughs> they're, right? They're, they're doing it despite themselves at the moment. Anyway, England kept bowling. They probably needed the bowling practice. I guess so. Mm. And, and yeah, in, in a way, they did show respect. They could have, uh, you know, even when there were more wickets to take than balls remaining, they could have been bowling deliberate no balls and going mm. for the run out. That, that would have been disrespectful, I think. That would have been great, though. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've got another one here. It's mm-hmm. uh, Nat Siver. Mm-hmm. And she was caught at slip in the match that was played against South Africa when England played South Africa. She was trying to do a pull shot and she totally missed the ball and then it hit her on the hip. Mm. And instead of just dribbling away, it then somehow ricocheted, sadly for her, ricocheted off her hip, up off the top of or the back of her bat yep. and then just lobbed directly to Lizelle at first slip. Yes. So she was out. Yeah, it was uh, very, very comical. It looked as if she somehow... The first time you saw it, it looked as if she pulled the ball all the way around beside behind herself to first slip, which is not what happened. But that's what yeah. it looked like. It looked like she kind of looked like she hit it around. twice, yeah, that, which was uh, impossible yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, it was a, a glorious, uh, slightly sad effort for <laughs> poor Nat Siva. Yes, uh, we've also got Rob Key. Uh, Rob Key uh, is commentating over in the Pakistan Australia Test series, and he decided that he'd, he'd do the old Tony Gregg move of mm. demonstrating how wide the cracks were in the pitch. But of course, Rob Key can't. Stick a key in the pitch. That would that would be <laughs> be very awkward for him. Probably have to you know. a bit confusing on commentary. Yeah, I think so. It? Yeah. Did so, someone put Rob Key in the crack? <laughs> exactly, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So he he you know went a bit more high tech than that. He stuck his AirPods into the pitch, which was a a, a little bit of a fraught. Uh, thing to do, I think. Uh, I think it's dangerous because you air, when you have AirPods, you're always on the verge of losing them, yep. right? If you take them out of your ears, they're, they're basically at risk of being dropped and lost yep. and gone. Uh, and I've done that more than once. <laughs> so, so you've got to go yeah. to your Find My Device. Thing yeah, that's right. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if there's a loud alarm from the crease, you know, halfway through the match, we know Rob Key's pressed the Find My AirPod on, on his iPhone. Yeah. I've also uh, I've got one uh, here from, uh, let's see who I'm nominating here, Stuart Broad.
Broad. Mm -hmm. So Stuart Broad was perennial favourite in the Muller Awards. That's right, and this is not really cricket related to his his match, but because uh, he's not needed he's not, in the West Indies. That's right. So uh, Broad is tweeting about the change to the laws of mm. cricket uh, that we've talked about before, and he mentioned the mancad. So the mancad is no longer unfair and is now a legitimate dismissal. Hasn't it always been a legitimate dismissal? And whether it's unfair is subjective. Question mark. I think it's unfair. So now he stay Okay, we thought he was going the other way, but anyway, I think it's unfair and wouldn't consider it. As in my opinion, dismissing a batter is about skill and the mancad requires zero skill. Mm, oh, yep. this is I mean, Broad's gonna be on commentary at some point. This is just gonna be forever. Yeah. He'll be banging on about this, right? Yeah, it's very good. It's uh I mean this is this is very very much an England thing. I think mm. England are definitely the most adamant anti-mancad team yeah, out there. They're and the they're last the, bastion of the no mancad. Yeah. So so there was a point uh in that uh I, I think it was South Africa England game where South Africa needed to, you know just a few runs in the last yeah. over and I was you know I, I was busily tweeting out back up as far as you have to they, <laughs> they do not mancad. <laughs> so I'm I'm perfectly happy for England to adopt this stance because it gives every other team an advantage over them. It would be very funny if anyone takes advantage of that the slightest advantage. So I think that's uh that's really Really terrific. Yep. Uh, I've got another one here. I've got uh, Simon Kadich in commentary. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, this is Pakistan, the Australia. And he came out and said, Steve Smith doesn't drop those. And this was to a catch that was almost identical to one that he dropped less than 24 hours earlier. <laughs> Uh, this yes, he does drop those occasionally. Yes. And it was off the exact same batter and the exact same bowler. So this was just yeah. a little bit of uh, Simon Cattage uh, saying a cliche without actually thinking about what the words mean. Yes. And uh, th then there was a little bit of uh, Peter Lawler on Twitter. So a few people made fun of Simon Cattage for saying this, myself mm. included, put my hand up. Uh, Peter Lawler didn't have a go at me, but he did have a go at a couple of other people and basically sprang to Cattage's defence. He said, you know, it's really hot and it's hard work commentating, as, as we as we know. Yes. And he just like, you know, it's... Uh, you know, you shouldn't be making fun of it. You said the wrong thing. And I think it would have been better if Peter Lawler came out and said, Simon Kadic doesn't cliche those. <laughs> that would have been much clever, much yeah. more meta. Yeah. Um, what a missed opportunity. Yes. Uh, Lawler's dropped that. <laughs> he has. Yeah. yeah. He spilt it. Yep. He spilt it. Spilt an opportunity. Sure. Uh, well, we also have, uh, this is the last one. We've seen to have I a think, lot of yeah, mullers. Yeah, last, uh, last one. Yep. Uh, we also have uh, Saqib Mahmood uh, got his first ever test wicket in the West Indies, right? Mm -hmm. So we thought he did. Yes. But he did the classic England trick yep. of overstepping. Mm. So no ball on your first wicket. Yep. So we've, we've had Ben Stokes has done this. Mark mm. Wood has done this. One of the Currens, I think it's Tom, has yep. done this. Could have been Sam. Mm -hmm. a, a Curran has, at least one Curran has done this. Mason Crane has done this. And now <laughs> Saqib Mahmood. So it's a, it's, a, it's a tradition. If there's one thing that England players like more than not doing mancads, yep. it's not taking wickets because they've no ball somebody. They, they, they care not a jot about the uh, the line. They, yes. they, the creases mean nothing to them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Could not care less. So that's a pretty epic uh, list of uh, Muller nominees. That's a packed list. Who, who are we going to go with out of this? Okay. Let's have a look. I mean, I'd love to give it to Stuart Broad. Uh, <laughs> Broad's got thousands of them. I think Rachel Haynes. Why don't we give it to Rachel yeah, Haynes? Yeah, let's give it to Rachel Haynes. I don't think Rachel having... Haynes is ever – she's far too sensible to otherwise get in here yeah. for any other – I'm pretty sure she's top of the runs for Pakistan versus <laughs> yeah. Australian men's as well. Yeah, she's definitely up she's there. She's everywhere. Yep. All right, congratulations, Rachel Haynes. And that will wrap us up for another week. So you've been listening to Dan Lipke. I'm at Lieb Cricket on Twitter. And also Kat Jones, who is at Cricket Bat Cat on Twitter. 
and you can follow us at Can't Bowl Throw where we tweet and uh, muck around for various games. We usually don't uh, tweet anything serious but no. uh, come along and join us there or like us on Facebook and uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Podcast Network.